Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I am actually so excited about today's episode because honestly, I love Shabbos. I mean, really, what's not to love? Day off from work, quality family time. We love playing board games. Actually. That's not true. I prefer curling up on the couch with a good book, but I love seeing my boys all play board games together. And of course, the food, the delicious, mouth-watering meals we get to eat, either using recipes that have been passed down for generations or exotic and new recipes we get to try out. Some of the foods you can find on my Shabbos table are from my Hungarian heritage, like chicken paprikash or my husband's Tunisian heritage, like tomato bean soup. But also, we love having sushi or Mexican meals once in a while. But let's face it, Shabbos is a lot surrounding food, no matter what your level of tradition is. Another thing that comes often with Shabbos is the after Shabbos remorse. I used to feel this a lot. It's kind of embarrassing to confess this, but I literally used to eat an entire cake all by myself on Shabbos. One piece led to another, and I was so deprived of nutrients, my blood sugar levels were all over the place. So this really caused cravings for sugar. And once I started, I really was not able to stop. And then I beat myself up afterwards for not having enough self-control. Do you know this feeling? I know I'm not alone. The women in my programs all have been there. And you know what I'm talking about. It's funny because I realized it wasn't only me when I noticed that Saturday night in our town turned into an exercise frenzy of women and men alike going for a run or power walks, trying to run off those extra pieces of cake. So today, my dear friends, I'm going to be sharing with you the places where I found it hardest to deal with Shabbos on my health journey and how I was able to change that around. Are you ready? Okay, let's get started. So number one, let's talk about dessert, because I know we're all thinking it. What is Shabbos without a nice piece of cake to go together with our cup of coffee or tea, right? 
how can we not finish off a meal with dessert? So I found a few things that really helped me here. First of all, don't get rid of dessert, please. I have been down that path of ridding myself of everything yummy. And let me assure you that this does not last. It is crucial to have dessert in order to turn healthful eating into a way of life. Okay, (laughs) now that we got that off the table, let's give you some ideas. First of all, I always make myself a delicious dessert using a gluten-free flour blend, using fruit to sweeten or low glycemic sweetener options. I actually have a recipe for amazing chocolate chip cookies that you can try. You can get this recipe as well as some other really delicious recipes we will be discussing um, today in the free guide I put together for you called the Hormone Fixer Starter Kit. Head to lovefood.co.il forward slash period fixer to get your free guide. Really, almost any dessert option can be transformed to a more healthful option. Also, there are some ways to make sure your blood sugar levels stay balanced like eating vegetables to start off your meal, taking a walk after dessert to get your metabolism working and get the sugars out of your system faster. And of course, make sure you pair your dessert with some healthy fats and fiber to help balance blood sugar. So in that recipe I mentioned, the chocolate chip cookies, one of the flours used is almond flour, which is a great source of healthy fats, of fiber, as well as some protein, all three lowering blood sugar. But you can always just add a handful of nuts before eating your dessert as well. When we make sure our blood sugar stays stable, this will ward off cravings to make sure you don't eat the entire cookie jar in one sitting. Okay, number two, let's move on to talking about kiddish. When we moved to Ritamim here in the Negev, there was a tradition to get together every Shabbos after shul, the whole community for kiddish. After having such a large kiddish, Lunch did not take place until 1 p.m., very different from how I grew up having our morning Shabbos meal around 10.30. Anyway, even after our community grew and we don't have communal kiddushes anymore, we still all kept the tradition of late lunch, which means we have hours waiting for the main meal of the day, which turned into a munching and snack fest leading up to lunch because we didn't really plan for more than that. Not the best way to start out our day. Not only that, when you start your day with sweet, it's like a snowball that's very hard to stop its downhill rolling and growing into having the rest of the day to just consume one sugar form after another. Finally, we decided to turn our kiddush into a small breakfast. It's the same each week, so I don't have to think about it too hard. We have some great crackers, spreads, homemade smoked salmon, and sliced vegetables. Once we found our groove, it was so much easier because we know exactly what we're eating and that we're actually going to be eating well, so no need to grab snacks all morning. In general, I've learned in life that when something is not working, there is always a way to fix it. You just have to really stop and say, okay, this is the problem. Let's see what we can do about it. This was the case for me with the kiddish debacle. Okay, number three, moving on, let's talk about salatim, which in literal translation means salads. But here in Israel, we are referring to the traditional salad spreads, a spread that opens our meals 
where we use challah to wipe up the, the hummus, the tahini, the matbucha, etc. When I went gluten-free, that was one of the hardest changes for me to contemplate. Not having my challah for wiping my spreads. Wiping is that movement with your wrist when you take your challah and really just kind of wipe up all your salatim. Now, I have to tell you that one of the most important things I tell all the women I treat and all the women who follow me, and I can't emphasize this enough, do not stop eating something you are used to, even though it is bad for your health, unless you have a solid and delicious substitution that you are happy with. And that is what I did. I came up with a laffa recipe, which is like a large flat pita, so delicious and perfect for the wiping gesture you do with salatim. This is another recipe that you'll find in my free guide, the Tef Hummus Lafa. So again, to get this free guide, head to lovefood.co.il forward slash period fixer. The moment I found a good sub for my challah, that made the transformation not an issue in the least. Also, as another extra tip for this, I found that making a large fresh salad to add to the spreads was just a brilliant base for tahini or pesto or really any spread I made. So something to keep in mind. Okay, number four. The next thing I want to talk about is alcohol. I mean, we're drinking wine or grape juice or even heavy alcohol throughout Chavez at the beginnings of meals, as a social habit with friends during meals, at Kiddush, at Havdalah, the end of Shabbos, alcohol is not beneficial for hormonal health, and grape juice is not much better with its high sugar intake. This is one of the things where I felt I have to have options for drinks that I enjoyed instead. So first of all, out of all alcohol, red wine has some great benefits, so that is my choice when I do feel the need for a drink. But also, I have discovered kombucha. I know, I know, it is not alcohol, but really this beverage is bubbly, out of the ordinary, and comes in some delicious flavors, and it's actually very beneficial for our gut health. It's a drink made of fermented tea. The fermentation process turns kombucha into a rich probiotic drink filled with beneficial bacteria for our gut health. This is an example of a way to treat yourself with something different and delicious when needed. Okay, number five, and finally, let's talk about overeating. This is something that I struggled with a lot. I mean, I'm sitting at the table with delicious foods galore. Even when I'm full, it's very, very hard to stop. What helped me in this case is practicing mindfulness. I think before I sit down what I want my meal to look like. This practice has made a huge impact on my health. I know it sounds very simplistic. But when you come to the table thinking about the foods that you're going to be served and mentally make yourself a game plan of what you want to eat and how much of each dish you want to eat, it makes every bite very intentional. Try this and see how it goes. Okay, let's go over the five points I was talking about. These were the places I was getting stuck when it came to Shabbos and my health. So number one, we talked about dessert, making sure you have it healthifying it, as well as knowing how to eat it to keep our blood sugar balanced. Number two, 
Then we moved on to Kiddush. How to plan for those munching hours. Find a recurring filling enough meal to get you through empty times where you're just grabbing whatever there is to satisfy your hunger. Number three, then we talked about salatim and challah, which was really an example for any food that you know you should be cutting from your diet in order to help your body on its healing journey and how you must find a delicious substitute before cutting anything out. Number four, we then moved on to talking about alcohol, red wine, and kombucha. And number five, finally, we talked about overeating and how a simple mindfulness practice at the beginning of the meal can make all the difference. Okay, guys, I hope these tips were helpful, and I'd love to hear from you. Is there something on Shabbos getting you stuck on your health journey that we didn't talk about today? Head over to my Facebook page, Miriam Love Holistic Hormonal Nutrition, or to my Instagram account, Miriam Love Nutrition, and send me a message. Okay, guys, thanks again for joining me today. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom. See you again next time. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I wanted to ask you, Are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program We work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life. Reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.